Wright and Spike Cohen. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, and welcome to the Vanguard for Spot You Pack Shaker Cohen. This is Matt Wright, and together they are traversing the muddy waters of freedom. It worked that time. Yeah, it worked. Okay, nice. cool. <laughs> Thank you, Deep Fake Tupac Shakur, and welcome to this. Oh, no, you got to say the thing. Oh, no, you already did. That was you saying the thing. Hey, folks. That was me saying that. That was very hard on my Tupac for that, but I knew I wouldn't be able to do it live, so I pre-recorded it. That was smart. Yeah, that was smart. So, folks, thanks so much for tuning into this amazing Muddy Waters Media production. Check us out everywhere, all social media platforms, all podcasting platforms, everywhere on the internet, including MuddyWatersMedia.com. Check us out everywhere. If you have not already liked, followed, or subscribed to us on whatever it is you are watching or listening to us on, do that right now. And don't just do that if it's on YouTube. Don't just subscribe. Where's my phone? I like to show a visual of you my visu- phone. You, you need visual aids, yeah. No. A visual aid of a phone. You hit the bell, and then your phone, this is my phone, explodes with notifications every single time we go live. And, of course, be sure to share this. Share, 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 share. Uh, give the gift of Muddy Waters today. Kids love it. Share the YouTube link on Twitter. Share the Twitter link on Facebook. Share the Facebook link on... Cross-share. You Cross-share. Cross-share. Well, just share it everywhere. Share, share every everywhere. link on every site. Yes. Yes. First and foremost, allow me to thank the wonderful uh, and talented Benjamin, Daniel, Morris, Chestnut, the... 12th the 13th dad was working uh today for the kava i am drinking on the show i like that you the entire like family tree serves you a kava at different points in your life and that is beautiful i find that i mean it's day to day you really never know which one's going to serve it it's incredible it's a family owned but in a linear it's it's vertical it's purely vertical it's either the grandfather purely vertical the great great-grandfather the son <laughs> it's really it's tough and i'd like to thank le bleu for this delicious purified drinking water that i'm drinking on this episode and also i'd like to thank myself for making this because i haven't eaten all day long and this is there's a lot of things in here because i haven't eaten all day long i cooked hungry and so this is uh salmon shocker collard greens uh cauliflower and Brazil nuts and tomato sauce because I like I was hungry. Bulavanaka. So Bulavanaka, I've seen how much salmon you eat when you're hungry. That doesn't look like you cooked hunger. Well, I already ate. That looks some. like you cooked snacky. <laughs> that looks I, like you cooked snacky. No, no, no. This is this is uh, there, it, it originally kind of like went over a little. There was a little bit of a of a, uh, of a towering okay. there, yeah. There, there, there I've, was I've a eaten dome it down to this. So for those who don't know, okay. I that, intermittently that makes that makes much more sense. I intermittently fast, um, so I usually only eat one meal a day. Um, I usually have time to eat it before the show, which is why I'm often very tired. But I don't. I did, <laughs> but I uh, I didn't have time to do the show because I had a bunch of appointments. Got straight home, did the Kennedy show. And then now I'm doing this. 
And so I literally only had time to throw stuff in the oven, do Kennedy, take it out of the oven, and eat some of it while you guys were watching the intro because I haven't eaten today. Bulavanaka. Um, Bulavanaka. J. Adam Weggs over on the tube of you uh, yes. said, what is kava? Now, J. Adam, mm-hmm. I haven't done this speech go. in a while, so yep. hopefully I still remember it all. But kava comes from the root of the intoxicating pepper plant, which can be found in the South Pacific islands like Fiji, Vanuatu, uh, Tonga, places like that. Uh, They take this root and they crush it up and they mash it and they grind it and they pulverize it and turn it into this fine powder that you steep in room temperature water and you shake it and that's called washing it. Um, And you wash it numerous times over and over again. And that is how you get this lovely drink that looks like mud. Hence the first name in our title, Mud. Mud, is it, it's over here. Mud, wa- muddied waters. It looks exactly like this because uh, we were initially, when the show started, we talked a lot about kava. Um, and kava is a non-alcoholic beverage that will uh, help you relax and kind of, uh, calm calm down your mind a little bit uh and it's got non-addictive property it's got non-addictive properties and it is just one of the fantastic natural things out in this world that you can purchase pretty much whenever you want uh if you want to try some at home i recommend going to knockemallathome.com n-a-k-a-m-a-l-a-t-h-o-m-e.com knockemallathome.com uh i like the white sand personally if you've never had it before i suggest trying the stone or the wow to understand what you're going to get yourself into uh their turnaround times usually about three days and uh they have instructions on how to do it in the bag and if you do that Say that you heard from us because I've been trying to make them a sponsor for years. Um, so check them out, knockemallathome.com, and let me know if you you're not gonna like it. It tastes terrible, man. It's it it's awful. It tastes like what you think. It tastes like you're drinking a potato. I like potatoes. Um, what? How do you spell that? <laughs> I'm gonna put it one? in the in the show notes. N a K-A. N-A, uh, okay, so it's all A's. N A K A M A L at home.com. All right, I just put it in the show notes or in the comments so you can all see that there now or will soon if you're on Facebook. And yep, there we, it's on there now. Yep, um, everybody got it. Yes, everyone got it. Speaking so yes, that that is Kava. Yes. Uh, that is what I drink. That is how this show came about. Was because this show came about from people drinking Kava, saying, "Hey, man, we should have a libertarian podcast." And then they brought me on at some actually, point. Yes, that's that like actually, literally that the, the history of this happened. company. That, the <laughs> that was like the, that's the entire history right there. Is a bunch of people <laughs> drank that's Kava. That's the elevator. That's the elevator version. That's the five of, second uh, version of this story. Oh. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, pretty much. So, and and this is, of course, brought to you by the Libertarian Party Waffle House Caucus, the second largest and the fastest growing caucus in the Libertarian Party. Become a part of the absolute powerhouse movement taking everything over, especially in the Libertarian Party, by going to the exclusive Facebook group, 
Libertarian Party Waffle House Caucus. Uh, you can also get some sweet, sweet swag. Basically, it's just stuff with this logo on it. Uh, you can get a shirt or a button by going to the Muddy Waters Media store, by going to muddywatersmedia.com, pressing the old store button there, and then you can uh, you can get some of this stuff. The Gravy King! Defy the power and stitches and glitches. Sell the greatest. And when I say the greatest, I mean the... Ah, oh, crap, I forgot to change the code. Just ignore the code. <laughs> there is no code. There's no code. The code expired. The code still. There's no... Did it? Oh. I thought it was the end of this month, last month. Oh, yeah, I think you're right. I think it was March. Yeah, no, just ignore the code. Son of a bitch. Uh, so, ignore <laughs> the code. You don't need that code, and I'm going to tell you why. Stitches and glitches and defy the power, they make the best tumblers ever. And they customize them for free. They keep your hots hot. They keep your colds cold. They keep your lukewarms lukewarm. They keep your... Eh, it's just about right. Just about right. For an ungodly number of hours. It doesn't matter what the temperature is. It stays that exact temperature for, I mean, it's a stupid amount of time. It's stupid. So if you go to Stitches and Glitches and DefyThePower.com, you can get your custom tumbler to get today. They also sell uh, kits that convert these tumblers into water pipes, not bongs. Not They're not bongs. Bongs not are illegal. Bongs, no. They're not bongs. Do not use these for illegal things. Because that's illegal. Water pipes. And uh, they offer customization for free. And I know what you're thinking. Oh my gosh, you couldn't possibly sweeten that deal anymore. Well, you're right. We can't. Ignore this graphic. <laughs> Stop asking for the discount. Stitches and glitches really. and it's defy okay. the power. I mean, you can, but just don't. If don't John, it. Susan, if you're watching this, don't give in. Just tell him no. Do not negotiate with terrorists. Mudwater, <laughs> the most appropriately named. Yeah, don't negotiate with our, the terrorists in our audience. Mudwater, coffee alternative, the most appropriately named sponsor that we have on this show. And I know what you're thinking, folks. Spike, Matt, I can't do coffee <laughs> They're thinking, anymore. this is weird. Normally this comes later in the show. Oh, fuck. Crap. Shit. <laughs> So, <laughs> so Matt, do we have the do we do we have the new one? Ah, oh, damn it! No, Bull Johnson is running for Congress. Bull Johnson, everybody. Bull Johnson, Travis Bull Johnson, and we're gonna have a graph. Just pretend that this is a graphic of Bull Johnson. Bull Johnson is running for Congress uh, in uh, in Minnesota. And he is doing, he's incredible. I went there personally uh, to help campaign for him towards the end of last year. I'm going to be doing it again later on this year. Um, I'm pulling up his website right now because I don't remember it. Bull Johnson. But you should go support Bull Johnson. If you live in Minnesota, go help him. Uh, he is a farmer and a father and a husband, and he's a great guy. He's not a politician. He just wants to represent people. Uh, and he's far better representation than the schmuck they have in there right now who's some hand-picked establishment GOP prick. And he's much better than him. He didn't call him a prick. I, I called him a prick. BullJohnsonForCongress.us. Uh, and we will have a graphic here next week for Bull Johnson for Congress. Speaking of um, forgetting the order of things, 
now it's time you just started going into it and i was like what is it what oh also if you're thinking right now i am confused by what's going on and i'm gonna sue you well good luck because if you're in florida <laughs> we're suing you oh damn it fuck what is wrong with me i don't know <laughs> that doesn't come till way later so, folks, thanks so much for tuning in. And where we're going. <laughs> no. Uh, so, anyway. Hey, Matt. I guess that brings us to, very organically and seamlessly, our next segment, which is the Mud Water Mushroom Coffee Replacement Cacao Rapid Fire segment, brought to you by Mud Water. The most appropriately named blah, 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 blah. I know what you're thinking, folks. Matt. Spike, I am sick, sick, sick of coffee. I've got enough going on in my day. I don't want to have to deal with coffee anymore. Let me tell you, I woke up today and I, 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 I turned on the faucet and the faucet broke. And then I went in, tried to grab a cup of coffee and I, I touched the coffee machine. Coffee machine broke, fell off. Then I was I, I went to open the door to get back into my bedroom. Doorknob fell off in my hand. I'll tell you, I was I was afraid to shower. Anyway, I won't want coffee anymore. I want something else. Maybe, I don't know, masala chai, cacao, mushrooms, turmeric, sea salt, cinnamon, and literally nothing else. Well, folks, I have some fantastic news for you. That's exactly what this product is. This is that. Everything you just said literally out of your own mouth coming from the thoughts from your brain is what is in this. And we offer it to you now. If you go to muddywatersfreedom.com slash mud, you can get your starter pack of this. And it does not, does not taste good. Anything that starts with mud, just go ahead and expect it to not taste the best. Okay? So what you want to do is get some honey or some coffee something to help mask the taste of this but it's very good for you it has one seventh of the cup of caffeine just enough caffeine to get you all piped up for the day like this but not so much caffeine that it leaves you at the end of the day crashing sad filled with hopelessness longing for something better scarred with trauma possibly with high blood pressure Maybe even heart disease later in your life like this. I actually only had one cup of coffee today, and I actually feel pretty good. See? Because you only had one. Now imagine if you had one-seventh of one. Yes, folks, the dream can be yours. Mud water. Muddywatersofreedom.com slash mud and get this today. It is... is, Oh, wait till you see what it tastes like. <laughs> You're not going to believe it. <laughs> Try it with honey. Um, Lime, yeah. yeah. If you if you drink mud water and kava in the same day, you'll understand my life. Um, <laughs> God, only one cup of, like, if I got one-seventh of the caffeine that I did today, this show would be loopier than it is now. See, folks, imagine the possibilities with mud water. Speaking of imagining the possibilities, 
Can you? That's right. Come on. <laughs> yes. That's right. Come on. I'm just. I'm just going. I'm just. Yeah. Just go with it. Because imagine. <laughs> you just imagined it. So oh that yeah. Makes it real. That makes it real yeah. because you imagined it. You because you imagined it. You. I thought that's where you were going with it. No, but Kamala you're right. Harris that's, a better, went... that's a way better segue than I was trying to come up with. Kamala Harris went to Jamaica to talk about recovery on the island nation. And uh, that, of course, brings us to this week's Deep Thoughts with Kamala. Deep Thoughts by Kamala Harris. We also recognize, just as it has been in the United States for Jamaica, one of the issues that has been presented as an issue that is economic in the way of its impact has been the pandemic. So to that end, we are announcing today also that we will assist Jamaica in COVID recovery um, by assisting in terms of the recovery efforts in Jamaica that have been essential to, I believe, what is necessary to strengthen not only uh, the, the, the issue of public health, but also the economy. This is a speech. That was a speech. <laughs> that was a speech. Like, she meant to say that. <laughs> she had that She had that written down. That was her reading she kept looking, She kept looking down at the paper. That was a pre-planned line for her to say. So I want to, I just want to play that again because I think what we're <laughs> witnessing is her going, what the fuck is, what is this? Like as she's reading it, trying to figure out what the I, hell so, is going on. So real quick, my, my theory on this is she's running out the door to jump on Air Force Two or whatever. And she's like, oh crap, I don't have a line to say when they ask me about recovery. And she looks around and she's like, who can I ask for a line? And the only person there is Joe Biden. Joe Biden wrote that. (laughs) Yeah, I'll write you one. She didn't have time to look at it. (laughs) She didn't even look at it. She just got on the plane and left. She's like, "That'll have to work." This guy runs the entire country, and he, and then she's, and then, and then knowledge in the knowledge that that's what's happened. Here's here is her realizing what she just did. Just as an issue that. Sorry. We also recognize just as it has been in the United States for Jamaica, one of the issues that has been presented as an issue that is economic in the way of its impact has been the pandemic. So to that end, we are announcing today also that we will assist Jamaica in COVID recovery um, yeah. by assisting in so terms of the recovery efforts in Jamaica right that have been essential to, I believe, what is necessary to strengthen not only uh, the, the the issue of public health, but also the economy. I, I've, I've looked down at speeches before and realized that something was wrong. Not by, like during that. the campaign, but I but. I would just stop reading it and say something else. She stuck with it, and I think I respect she, that. She... <laughs> Like I cannot come up with like either. So it's either she had Joe Biden write that for. She either had Joe Biden write that for, or she had different bullet points that just said assistance and recovery in different ways. And so she was just trying to string the bullet points together, and then she realized what was happening. 
Yeah. And she was like, there's was nothing I saying, can do to stop this train. She literally this, could have just le- said, she could have just said, Jamaica has suffered economically from COVID. And so we're going to help with providing aid <laughs> to help with that. Like she could have just said that. That's dead. She said that for 40 seconds repeatedly. Just imagine. That was a last minute addition to the show, literally, because I just heard that today. And I went, oh, I have to go home and make this video. That was good. That was good. Now, speaking of um, African-Americans, Elon Musk uh, is buying, has bought 10% of Twitter. He's from South Africa. Um, He is. And and right wingers around the world uh, erupted with the hope that Trump will be uh, returning the social media plat returning to the social media platform. And Twitter quickly came out to say no, Trump is not coming back on yeah. Twitter. And if you want to find him, you can find him over on Truth Social. They didn't say that, but that's where you can yeah. find him. Um, you can that find him over on Truth it. Social. Yeah, I've yes. never been on it. <laughs> no, shout out to uh, uh, Reed Coverdale, who anytime one of these social media platforms, these right wing free speech platforms comes up, he immediately starts going on and just posting one thing after the next that triggers right wingers. Like, you know, the police are red coats. Uh, 9-11 was an inside job. Uh, you know, Israel sunk the USS Liberty. You know, uh, it just, you know, Bush is a traitor and should be hanged. Uh, Donald Trump is a welfare queen like you know just like whatever will anger right wingers and uh, and to see like are they really about free speech will they leave that up inevitably no not only do they block it they remove him like they're way worse on speech than Twitter is they just they're friendly to conservative friendly speech but they are not friendly to free speech at all whatsoever so uh, Twitter announced safe space yeah Twitter announced yesterday that uh, Elon is going to be sitting on the board of Twitter. He is going to be a board member, which the right is all excited about as well. Um, And they're like, oh, you know, Elon got him. He came in and he's just swinging his big South African dingle all over the place and just slapped it down on the table. Are are you reading from Kamala's speech now? it's biden's um yes no it was biden that was was biden that was actually a speech about that was a speech about obama um (laughs) (laughs) they walked then he walked in and he was just like i'm gonna be on board now human and they were were like okay well i guess we have to let him on the board but in all actuality they probably appointed him because by being on the board it limits the amount of stock that elon can hold and as long as he sits on the board he can only have 14.7 percent of the stock so odds are elon didn't come in swinging his dangle all over the place and just throwing it over his shoulder like in the aristocrats and then dumping it remember what we told the aristocrats on this show that was a good time. That was a much that different a time. Def- that was a lives. different time in this show. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, he didn't throw show. it on the table and said, "I'm going to be on the board now." Uh, they probably said, "We need to get him on the board, or else he could own Twitter." Yeah, he could buy like a controlling share of Twitter, and now this is right. Musker, which I I would want them to change it the name to Musker if he became the controlling owner. 
Speaking of and musk. Then you, you would misk? Yeah, you would meet misk. <laughs> anyway, Gavin Newsom posed with a, a number of books uh, that he, uh, with a tweet reading, reading some of these banned books to figure out what these states are so afraid of. Stunning and brave. All these books that you can buy on Amazon. You can just buy them <laughs> really anywhere. But wait, there's well, one book there. Because this was obviously, this was to, you know, uh, uh, to go after all these right-wing states, the red states that are, are you know, that are, are banning these books, those evil, you know, terrible people that they are. But wait, is that To Kill a Mockingbird? It is To Kill a Mockingbird, right there on oh, the who, top. Who, right, who banned that? He's reading that after he finishes Beloved. <laughs> It's going to go into 1984. But apparently he did not realize that <laughs> To Kill a Mockingbird is banned in parts of his very own state. Yeah. Because five books temporarily removed from a reading list at Southern California schools amid outcry from parents uh, included Of Mice and Men, The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn, To Kill a Mockingbird, and Roll the... Roll, Roll of thunder, thunder, hear my cry. Hear my cry. So, in this effort to kick off his 2024 presidential campaign, um, which I'm 85% certain he's trying to do. Oh, absolutely. He said, yeah, he said, I'm going to show the red staters for banning these books and then picked yep. to kill a mockingbird and put it right there on top. That's banned in his own state. And yep. he has 1984 right underneath that, which he may look at it as like a self-help book. Yeah, no, that's, he's like, he's manual. thinking, he's thinking, Oh wow. I could do that. Oh, that's perfect. That's great. Step one, uh, own yourself on social media repeatedly. Right. That's like chapter one. And then, I so, beloved, I honestly don't know what that is. I, I have seen that cover, and it never looked like something I would ever read, so I never even picked it up. I literally judged that book by its cover. Well, so did a bunch uh, of other people, apparently. Hold on. I'm going to look up what Beloved's about while we go into the next thing, because I'm curious now. The book underneath that is the book Gender Queer, which has been banned from numerous schools, uh, but has not actually been banned from any states. You can still easily purchase it in any state, uh, but it has been banned from multiple school systems. And the one under that is the uh, graphic novel Mouse, I think it's called. Yes. About the Holocaust. Yeah, yeah, they're mad because there's some depictions of nudity. This is what's so amazing is that the nude pictures are of dead people. Aren't they of dead mice? Like, I, I honestly don't well, know. So, so a Mouse, is it's, it's a graphic uh, novel, and it's done with this, and I'm not sure what it's trying to demonstrate, but all the Jews wear these mouse masks the whole time. So they're obviously people, but they're wearing like mouse I, masks. And then all gotcha, the okay. all the Nazis are wearing, mice. I think, either fox or or um, or cat masks. 
but it's weird because they're like obvious paper masks with like the thing around the ears that they're all wearing um so it's it's what but so they're they're they are naked there is some partial nudity of dead people during the holocaust and people got mad not at the depictions of mass death but of the fact that some of the course corpses were partially nude and and to be fair to be fair um one school district in tennessee uh took it out of their library and that yeah was it wasn't yeah it wasn't widespread it, but it wasn't but, like yeah it wasn't a big thing no it wasn't widespread it was, but it was what they were upset about which was hilarious to me is they're looking at like this pile yeah. of corpses and they're like i see a titty and it's like that's it's the titty that bothered you and it was in tennessee so they absolutely said titty it was the titty that bothered you it was the titty titty i see a titty S said exactly like that yeah yeah i see a titty on that page we need to read that book yeah. Um, I'm still trying to figure out what's so fantastic about Beloved, why it got banned. Yeah, I don't, I'll, I'll I don't know what, Beloved, like, I know what Genderqueer is about. Um, I'm never going to read that book. I'm never going to read, like, I read To Kill a Mockingbird and I've read 1984. Um, I will never read any of the other ones, probably, because it's not my, none of those sound like something I want to read. It, yeah. Beloved might actually, but. The cover is not something that I'm drawn to. It looks like a romance novel. The corpse's mound bothers me more than the corpse's mound. The corpse mound bothers me more than the corpse's mound. Yeah, Jay Adam Weggs gets it. That's <clears throat> moving on. Um, so speaking of. Madison Cawthorn appeared on the podcast Warrior Poet Society and said <laughs> this. This. I look at all these I look people. at all these. Oh. Do Sorry. you want to do it? I look at all these. I'll do it. I look at all these people. A lot of them that I've always looked up to through my life, always paid attention to politics, guys that, you know, then all of a sudden you get invited to like, Oh, hey, we're going to have some kind of a sexual get together at one of our homes. You should come. <laughs> and I'm like, what? What did you just ask me to come to? And then you realize they're asking you to come to an orgy. He went on to say, or the fact that, you know, there's some of the people that are leading the movement to try and remove addiction in our country. And then you watch them do a key bump of cocaine right in front of you. And it's like, this is wild. I too have hallucinated. <laughs> you know, and here's the thing. I don't doubt that that happens. No. I don't doubt it. I doubt yes. he was invited. And I think that's what he's angry about. But I, <laughs> I do not doubt that it happens. Because so here, if uh, you're in Florida, you may know this story. Uh, if you're not in Florida, I would not blame you if you don't. But back in 
it was either the 70s 80s it was either 70s or the 80s i think it may have gone into the early 90s but lobbyists here in florida uh erected a bunch of trailers behind the capitol in tallahassee and they would tell uh, state senators or state reps that they could just go out there to be with their mistresses or with hookers or whatever and they built these so they could have like a shag cabin for their mistresses behind the Capitol and they wouldn't have to worry about going home. So stuff like this happens. We know that. Yeah. Now, when it comes to Madison Cawthorn, Nope, not saying that joke. Um, <laughs> I was like, wow, really? Okay. When it comes to Madison Cawthorn, him saying this is, could be true, could not be true, but he pissed off a lot of the people in the GOP leadership upon saying it. Um, So he ended up having a 30-minute meeting with um, Mike McCarthy and Steve Scalise, and which he still attested that a congressman, a congressperson, uh, don't want to misgender anybody because I don't, don't know. Misgender Congress. Uh, a, <laughs> a congressperson invited him to a sex party, but after the meeting, he walked those statements back. Because they stopped. They said, we'll never invite you again. Yeah, you're never coming. You to will that never party ever again. If you, you ever will ne- if you keep talking like this and and never again. Will you be invited to a quote, kind of a sexual get together? Which is a smooth line, if I've ever That's heard a one. Line. Hey, sweetie, <laughs> want to get together for a kind of sexual get together? And the G- the GOP leaders are saying that Madison's going to have to work to regain their trust, and they're even oh, primary. No, and, no, but we. You know what that means. We 100% know that this is happening. Because it's politics and this happens everywhere in politics. This poor kid. Isn't he like, he's like the youngest congressman ever or something like that? Yes. Or one of the youngest or the youngest. I think he, I think he was, I think he is the youngest ever. Yeah, he's he's a kid. Like he's a he's a young young man, and they and they're all they're like, and they're like, and he can't run away. Like this is sad. I I, this isn't good. And I think, earn back their trust. That's disgusting. I don't have a. I don't have any. I don't have any appetite anymore. Speaking of which, speaking of revolving doors, the deputy opinion editor at Newsweek said the revolving door between the White House and cable news outlets for um, ex-administration officials is a, quote, cultural problem. Matt? And this news came after it was reported by Axios that Jen Psaki is going to be circling back from her position at the White House to rejoin the mainstream media uh, by taking a job at MSNBC, which just talking so everybody, no one. everybody's clear, that is Microsoft, NBC. 
just so everybody knows. Um, <laughs> in case you didn't. Uh, which is why they say things like the vaccine will make it, it kills it, kills it deadly. Because Microsoft and Bill Gates wanted that vaccine. Um, yes. And even though there's no way you would read this line, even though we here at Muddied Waters will miss the talking hemorrhoid that is Jen Psaki. She's red and a big pain in my ass. I've relost my appetite. Uh, this is something that we have seen a lot in the past. Uh, right. Members of the White House will use their position at the White House as a launch pad in order to move on to higher paying jobs in the mainstream media, George Stephanopoulos. Um, you can, you will you can see this in every facet republicans do it democrats do it this is something that you definitely see uh yes. so then you'll have the heads of msnbc fox cnn and they'll say that calling the media bias is just fabricated conspiracy theories but you just hired the person who gets paid to give the talking points to give talking points on your network that would be like me sitting here and saying, we are not biased on a libertarian basis while I'm sitting next to the 2020 VP nominee for the Libertarian Party. That yeah. would be ludicrous. Yeah. Well, especially since, like, <laughs> I mean, well, I don't want to say that. No, I do. I, I'm going to say it. So. I have no problem calling out the Libertarian Party, but I, I, but, but there's a difference is that uh, I haven't made, you know, millions of dollars and 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 you know from the Libertarian Party, whereas all these people Agreed. absolutely have gotten millions, literal millions of dollars. Agreed. From their involvement we, we have in made, this, we have made hundreds, literal hundreds of dollars, hundreds of dollars, hundreds of dollars making this. You, it, of revenue, it broach not profit. Into the, yes, it may broach into the thousands of dollars yes. over oh. five years. At least, a, at least a couple thousand. Actually, it does. Yeah, it, it does broach into the thousands. Yeah, uh, it's, it's, it's a, a lot. Couple. Yeah. Um, but I'm all like, and yes, I will call out the Libertarian Party happily. I enjoy doing it. I think it's hilarious. Yes. But at the same time. I can't say that we don't have a libertarian spin on things. Oh, of course. That we yeah. aren't pushing. Yes. We do have a bias towards that because yes. how could I say, oh, no, we are completely non biased when I'm sitting next to the 2020 nominee for the Libertarian Party? It would yes. be impossible for me to say it with a straight face. No, no, no. And, and it's, it is a, it's, but this is the same thing. This is just an extension of what we see in government across the board. You know, people that are in the press office end up in uh, in the you know in the media. People that are in the FDA and CDC end up in big pharma. People that are in you know different departments end up in big tech. Uh, people that are in the military end up in the military industrial complex and in, in big big military uh, contractors. Uh, you know, people that are in law enforcement situations you know end up in the in the police and, and prison lobbies. Like this is a a a 
cottage industry, cottage industries, entire cottage sectors that are built around government and its control of everything. And in this case, it's control of information. So, yeah, no, that is a it's interesting that it was described as a uh, a cultural problem. It's the culture. It is the culture. It's not a problem in the culture. It's what the culture is built around. This is so this is very much akin to. And I'm not going to. So this is it, it, it's related. It's not like I'm not saying this is equally as bad, even though some people will say it is equally as bad. But when you yes. have the head of the FDA, uh, let's just pick one out of the hat. Scott Gottlieb, um, yep. who before becoming head of the FDA, sat on the board of I always get this name wrong, but you're going to know which company I'm talking about. Uh, Glaxo Klein Smith or Smith Glaxo Klein or Glaxo Smith Klein or whatever. Yeah, there, that's third, the third time is the charm that time. Was it? Was it that one? Um, I know it's those three names. I never remember the order. And then he became the head of the FDA while the GlaxoSmithKline, whatever, um, had had a patent looking for approval or they were looking for approval for a new drug for a synthetic for a synthetic drug of um, metragenine speciosa, which is the active ingredient in Kratom. While Scott Gottlieb was head of the FDA, he banned Kratom nationally. It got yep. overturned. First time that has ever happened. You're yep. welcome, people who drink Kratom. Um, yes. First time that's ever happened. But then after he left uh, the FDA, I think he's on the board of Pfizer now. I think he's like one of the heads of Pfizer now. I, I believe uh, so. But I know he's, I... Yeah, I know he's a head. He's a top person in a uh, company. Uh, you also see it where people yeah. like yeah he's uh, on the board David... of Pfizer. Okay, and so you see it where people like David Jolly, uh, for anybody who remembers him, he was a person who was he was a congressman here in my district, um, but before that he was an aide and a lobbyist, and then he became a congressman, and then he immediately left when he lost to Charlie Crist and became a lobbyist for higher pay. Yep. So you have, it's the same thing. Is it worse that uh, you have people that are the talking heads of the party giving you your news every day? Or is it worse that the people who are making the rules that we have absolutely no control of, the heads of the FDA, the CDC, the um, any of the alphabet agencies uh, that we have absolutely no executive control over, they're making rules and then they're getting jobs based on the rules that they make, which is worse. Hard to say. That's a personal thing. I I can see arguments for both, but this is a cultural problem where people are using jobs in government in order to get these private jobs because you can't trust them when they do that. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's, it's, this is a, a system that feeds people who just want to stay in the system and that's why you can't call so much of this private sector private sector implies privately owned managed and operated well if your main client is the government if the people that are managing it go into and out of government at at a whim uh and and are, are in this constant state of going back and forth into and out of government agencies and the the boards of and and leadership of these companies if the shots are being called by regulatory agencies 
that you are partially in control of, that's not private sector, that's corporatism. That's fascism. That's a fascist economic system um, called corporatism. That's what we have. And, and it's, you know, it, fascism isn't just bad because it leads to genocides and war and things like that, which is also what our, our government engages in, but also because the way that the system is built economically, it feeds the wealthiest at the expense of everyone else. And that's the, the problem with that system. And then do I want to get yeah left wing reactionaries then push for you know um, push for communism and socialism, which take all of the problems with fascism and put them on steroids by putting the government completely in charge of it, completely eliminated any any kind of even ostensibly private control, and then things just get worse. So I know so what you're thinking. Before we get yeah. before yes. we get into that uh, mm -hmm. kind of tail ending on what you just said, uh, for yes. anybody out there uh, who was like. Huh, we, but we do fight wars over capitalist things. And uh, if uh, you have not watched my episode or listened to my episode with Andrew Heaton, we go into the Marxist theory on international relations, which discusses that exact thing. Um, yeah. Go watch that. That was one of my favorite episodes I've ever done. Uh, it's fun to watch me try to struggle in front of somebody who's a trained professional improvisational uh, comedian and me attempt to be funny with this guy because uh, I failed miserably, but it was still one of the greatest episodes I've ever done. And there is a lot of good information in it. Uh, so check it out. It was fantastic. It was so, it was, and Andrew Heaton is just a great person. Yeah. Andrew's a great guy. Andrew is a fantastic person and a brilliant person and also a very funny person. Um, now I know what you're thinking. Stop thinking that the next segment that we have is called the personal injury attorney chris reynolds attorney at law anchor call-in moment brought to you by personal injury attorney chris reynolds attorney at law if you live in florida and you want to sue someone you should contact chris reynolds but only if it's a real good case i don't want you bringing your garbage to chris like oh someone said something mean to me or i fell over on the sidewalk you know, while I was running or something like something real, like actual personal injury that was done to you due to malfeasance or neglect on the part of someone or someone's else. Go to chrisreynoldslaw.com and he will represent you and get you absurd, absurd, absurd stacks of money. It's true. Now, the purpose of this segment is that you can go to <laughs> anchor.fm. Anchor D slash muddied waters and you can leave us messages uh like the one we're about to uh listen to and answer today uh while you're there if you go to anchor.fm slash muddy waters slash subscribe you can become a member a subscriber to muddy waters media for the low cost of 9.99 a month you can get access to uh the uh a ad-free viewing experience exclusive members only content and Ad-free ad listening, listening experience, experience. listening <laughs> experience on uh, Anchor and Spotify. You will also get exclusive access to um, ex subscriber exclusive content. You will also get access to our monthly private Zoom chat, Zoom call called the Muddy Zoom with me and Matt, Jason, sometimes Nullick, the rest of the Muddy crew, and all of our subscribers. You can do that today by going to anchor.fm slash muddywater slash subscribe. You don't have to become a subscriber. Uh... I think that's next week, isn't it? 
I believe that is next Thursday. That would be news. Yeah. Muddy Zoom. Next Thursday at 8. And, no, we do have one call. Do we? Yeah, yeah, we have one call. So uh, we're going to play that right now. Boom. Hi, Matt and Spike. Josh McCose here from Alaska. Just wanted to let you guys know that the Alaska Libertarian Party has a U.S. House of Congress candidate, Chris Bai, who is now running for the empty seat of our lone U.S. House of Representatives and the Congress and U.S. Congress. And as our um, our lone U.S. House rep, Don Young, had passed on his on March 18th. So right now there is a special election coming up on in June to fulfill that spot. And we think we have a great chance. Chris has been in, a, in front of hundreds to hundreds of Alaskans, and we are trying to raise $4,000. You can go to alaskalp.org if you'd like to make a donation. Alaskalp.org to help Chris Buys in his run against Sarah Palin. And I'm not joking. And Santa Claus. And Santa Claus. Also not joking. Although Santa Claus seems like less than a joke, less of a joke than Sarah Palin at this point. I I feel like, and I could be wrong here, but I think Sarah Palin uh, challenged AOC to a debate. And I... I want that. Honestly, have never I've never wanted anything more in my life. Yeah, I've never wanted to see two people argue. I want to see that more debate than, more than I wanted to see my own debate against Mike Pence and Kamala Harris. I want to see or that about debate. The same. I, we, about the same. That debate would not affect us in any way, shape, or form as a nation, and we would probably live stream it. And it might be the quietest debate we've ever been in because we would just want to hear every stupid thing. Yeah, every stupid thing that they have to say. No, we would absolutely have a feature live stream of that. So speaking about... I mean, the two of them have a real deficit of uh, intellect, if you ask me. And hey, speaking of deficits, the deficit. deficit. The White House put out a graphic. I think it was, I don't know, man. I don't remember when I did these notes anymore because um, it's Wednesday and my entire week's off. Uh, the deficit, uh, the White House put out a graphic last week and we're just going to unpack all of this right now. Um, they are saying that they <laughs> reduced the deficit last year by $354 billion. Because that's how you count. Yeah, or roughly what Elon Musk is worth. Um, before he bought Twitter. Uh, <laughs> so the, the federal revenue in 2021 was 4.05 trillion dollars i'm gonna say that again it was 4.05 trillion dollars and yet the government the properly run fiscally conservative government that joe manchin has so much faith in right now um 
spend $6.82 trillion, which means there's a deficit of roughly, I did this math in my head when I did these notes and didn't use a calculator, even though there is one on my phone, uh, of $2.77 trillion. Just, uh, so I remember so, when Obama ran up the first trillion dollar deficits and people were understandably losing their minds. And now, two and a, two, in this graphic, $2 trillion is being sold as a floor. <laughs> you cannot go lower than $2,000 billion in this chart. Like, this is... I didn't even look at that. <laughs> Oh my god. This is um there's like, nothing that isn't terrible about this chart. So we <laughs> many people in the comments are already getting to uh the point of this. Uh the deficit is still growing. They reduced the rate of growth of the deficit. Yes. That's right. Yes. Uh, that is correct. Literally yes. adding to the debt. Is that something to is that something to brag about? Uh Republicans no. voted for Bush. Yeah, okay. Um yes, they did. We're not gonna get into that, but so we're going to now look at the chart on what happened in 2020 and why 2020 went so wrong. Mm. So we were well there. Here we go. Yep. There we yep. So here it started out well. And, you know, as we can see, the 2022 deficit uh, is looking very similar to the 2020 deficit. Uh, you know, following that same kind of pattern, same with the 2019. It's like, okay, it appears that you can kind of pick out when the spending happens. Um, but then right there in uh, March or April-ish, there was some separation. Mm-hmm. wonder what now, happened then. I don't know what happened in March or April of 2020 that caused the federal government to lose their ever-loving minds and start spending like a fifth grader in 1995 at the Scholastic Book Fair after their birthday. Wow. But something must have occurred. <laughs> something Maybe had to have occurred. there was a Scholastic in... Book Fair in D.C. Trump <laughs> yeah. found out that it's still a thing. Yeah. I need all the books. I need to get them all. One fish. Two fish, red fish, blue fish, great book. Wow. Um, <laughs> Is that what they sold at your Scholastic Fair? I don't know, man. I don't remember. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so the amount of debt we have is directly correlated to the yearly deficit as we all know and everybody in the comments has already been saying because our audience isn't easily duped by a graphic that says look we lowered the deficit no you didn't uh and at the moment that i wrote these notes at the moment that i wrote these notes the deficit sits sat at, i'm certain it's higher now at okay i gotta make sure i get all the zeros right Thirty trillion three hundred sixty-three billion seventy-four million plus, yeah, and counting. I'm certain it's higher now than when I did this on Monday. Oh, considerably more so, yeah. I, I yeah. guarantee 
it did not go down $350 billion. Um, So when you're bragging that you failed to add another $350 billion, it shows that we have much bigger issues than $350 billion, which to me seems like such a big issue. It's that that should be that should be $354 billion should be considered a lot of money to run up in new debt in a year. But as this chart tells you, no, actually, it's gets us it gets us only a scant roughly $1,750 billion away from the absolute floor of debt, which is $2 trillion. I am just amazed. This was made by someone fairly well. Like, I mean, it's a decent looking graphic. Someone put this together and other people looked at it. Possibly as many as a dozen or more people looked at this and said, absolutely, this is what we want to show to the public. Yeah. Like, and then, and then the administration tweeted it bragging. Yeah. To which multiple people, multiple people in the Twitter comments that I had a good time reading were saying, see, they said that your spending was going to cost us more debt. And look, you're saving us money. And I'm like, oh, my God, you guys are. Nope. Yeah, no, they have intentionally all of them. They have intentionally tried to make this look like we have $354 billion less debt, which is why they're, they're yeah. you know, they, they uh, alternate between using debt and deficit all the time, which is why. Because think about it. Look at the graphic. It's got, a, it's got you know, this little phantom line around that $354 billion, making it look like it's, you know, that's how much we reduced it. Really what they're saying here is, we could have spent another $3 trillion in debt, but we chose not to. We chose to bring it down by $354 billion to only nearly $3 trillion instead of over $3 trillion. We did not of spending, Not of spending, but of debt. Yeah. It's, it's just... And it's again... In, it's insane. For the people that, you know, the, all, all, I know we have a ton of Republicans that watch the show, but for the Republicans watching this show, conservatives watching this show saying, I miss the Trump days, that green, that gold bar is Trump. Actually, put up the graph. Put up the other graph. The, the um, deficit tracker. Deficit tracker. Yeah. So as, you can, so as you can see, each one of these months is... Uh, $500 billion, whatever. And that is the deficit tracker for each year. So if you look at the 2019, you can see we ended with a trillion dollars in deficit. Yeah. That yeah. is still unacceptable. It's not $3 trillion. Like, I'll give you that. Yes. Oh, no, but please. In this, in this chart, it would be below the numbers, the year numbers. It would yeah, be it, a negative. It wouldn't even qualify. It wouldn't qualify for this graph. I mean, you know, what pisses me off about this chart is that it asserts that you could have a debt as low as zero. That that's even possible to to just well, not run that, up debt. 
that is zero billions. Well, yes, it's zero billions, but it's oh, okay, I see what you mean. It's zero billions. It's not zero. It's zero billions. Right. That's nine hundred ninety-nine million. Well, no, that would be point nine billions. Anyway, uh, the yeah. yeah, this is. I mean, this is not a Republican or Democrat problem. Actually, the one thing this chart shows is that this is not a Republican or Democrat problem. This is a just they're running up debt and they're now. They're now claiming, oh, well, you know, well, we're not as bad as the other guy until they are. I mean, until Joe Biden breaks Donald Trump's spending record uh, and Trump and and deficit record. And then a Republican comes in, maybe Trump again, and he spends only three point four trillion and says, look, I spent. 200 billion less than Biden when he spent 3.6 trillion. It's it's this is terrible. Yeah, I mean, if he spends So that brings us to the next part. Yes. <laughs> because Man, that was a good joke. After bragging about decreasing the deficit by 350 billion in is comparison in comparison to 2020 is like me or Shane Sweeney bragging about beating five-year-olds in races at the park when you are given a head start. Um, and it is, it a hundred percent is you had a head start on everything. You didn't have to spend all of the money. Uh, not that Trump had to spend the money, but you weren't going to be given the same amount of pressure to spend the same amount of money. Um, but. And you had more tax rate. Yes, and you're right. Well, right. 2021 had more tax revenue. Yeah, 2020. Yeah, 2021. You had more tax revenue than 2020. Right. But now Biden, being the all-knowing, most popular president we've ever had, um, <clears throat> is going to attempt to break records. And how could we possibly know this? And that is simply because the recent budget budget proposal that the White House put out is for five point eight billion dollars. That's their opening budget proposal. That is the opening budget proposal. And as we have said here on the show multiple times, it's going to start here. The Republicans or whoever are going to come here. And it's going to end up here. So along with this budget proposal, however, is, you know, and he, he is at least attempting to come up with a way to pay for the budget, even though it's in a way that none of us would like, uh, is a $2.8 trillion tax hike. Yes. $2.8 trillion, uh, which this actually basically ensures that the proposal is DOA. Um, because of the tax hike. Yeah. Because of the tax hike, not because of the amount being spent. It's because of the amount that they want to increase taxes by. Yep. Uh, Mansion. Uh, the main, sorry, the main issue rests with the tax on unrealized gains on people who are worth one hundred million or more. Now, for a quick lesson on what unrealized gains are. Uh, for anybody out there who doesn't know, I'm certain that our audience is exceptionally intelligent and they already know what this means, but that means if you are worth $100 million or more, 
if your house uh, appraises at $150 million, you owe taxes on $150 million, even though you haven't sold the house, you didn't refinance the house, you didn't do any of that. You, yep. you now owe taxes on $150 million. If you're, mm -hmm. uh, if you go in and you get like great stock winnings, but you didn't pull any of the money, you still owe money on that. Yep. If you are in the NFT space and somebody airdrops you a uh, NFT worth at the time a billion dollars, but then he airdrops it to everybody else and it becomes basically worthless, you owe on the billion dollars. And here's how it's that, going to apply it, to us on a on a day to day basis, because they're saying, "Oh, it's only going to be applied to people who are worth a hundred million dollars or more." Yeah, now that was true. Every tax starts with the rich and works its way down. But here's how it's even going to hurt you if it's only applied to the rich. If I'm someone who owns a company, like for example, Amazon or Netflix or Walmart or Target or name any company that's worth more than a hundred million dollars. If the stock value of my company goes up, even if I don't sell any stock, even if I don't make additional profit, just the value of my stock going up, I have to now pay taxes. I either have to sell shares to pay those taxes, or more than likely, I'm going to drive up the cost of the goods and services that you buy from me to offset the cost of the taxes that I'm having to pay. All taxes end up making it to the consumer. Tariffs, income taxes, property tax, it doesn't matter. All taxes Unrealized go gains to the taxes. consumer. What's that? Unrealized gains. Unrealized taxes. gains taxes. Any kind of tax goes to the consumer. At least the sales taxes are honest. They just show you what you're paying as a tax. All the other taxes are hidden, but you're still paying them. So this will make the cost of everything that you buy go up even more than it's already going up. Now, Joe Manchin, who apparently missed his position as the acting president of the United States, um, said in a meeting over Build Back Better, I, I believe we covered that last week, uh, mm -hmm. that he would support up to one trillion in new taxes. This is how crazy this is. I don't remember if that was last week or earlier in the month, but yeah, he said he would support up to one trillion in no, new taxes. Okay. Uh, but he says that this is a tough one because, and he's right here, you can't be taxed on things you don't have. You might have it on paper. There are other ways for people to pay their fair share, and I think everyone should pay disagree with that last part but yep. he is right on the you might have it on paper but you don't actually have it you don't, you don't have it have it doesn't mean anything it. yeah it's it's in the ether it could go away tomorrow and matt's example and they're is, not going to give you a, it, it, yeah. an unrealized gain okay great it's worth this now then it goes up to here they make you pay the taxes on this it goes down you don't get to write off your un your your pre-realized losses it's just, it's insane. They're not going to give you money you back when the I value would... goes down. I'm going to write off pre-realized losses. Yeah. <laughs> be like, 
I'm going to invest this money and I know it's going to go away because I'm <laughs> investing it in a really crappy company that doesn't make any money called Muddied Waters Media. No. If you want to, if you want to invest, hit the subscribe button. Um, <laughs> get your pre-realized losses today. Get your pre-realized losses today. You'll enjoy all of the great content that you get. Um, but <laughs> just they are going to say, okay, well, you had this money, you owe taxes on it, but they aren't going to give you the break if it goes away. You're not going to get exactly. that break. That's at one point you had the money, you should have sold, you owe us that one. That is what is going to happen. And this is a tax, like Spike said, the consumers are going to end up paying this tax. You're the one paying for it. As we always do. And yep. when the government's like, oh, well, we can, we need to get more money, this tax is going to move down to everybody in the middle class and the lower class. So when you try to buy it, when you buy a house, when you finally scrape up enough money to put down the down payment, you buy a house and then uh, BlackRock comes in and buys up everything, shooting the price up and your house appraises at $500,000, even though you bought it yep. at 200,000, you owe taxes on the 500,000 or at least on the 300 that you gained. And Which means you, you have to, have to pay those taxes. Which means you have to sell your house to BlackRock. To BlackRock. Back to you. Yes. Now, the senator... To help the from poor. West Virginia. <laughs> the senator uh, from West Virginia uh, said that he won't be voting for this bill the way that it is written because it would end tax breaks on fossil fuels. And mm. I'm not sure how many people know a lot about West Virginia, but that would end his career. West Virginia is basically a giant coal deposit masquerading as a state. Yes. Yes. So even though the amount of taxes coming in may shift to less than the 2.8, and you're not going to be getting the tax break, or you're not going to be getting rid of the tax breaks that are in there, um, yep. the amount that this bill is worth will definitely change. And at the when Spike and I first started doing this show, I thought that they'd kind of meet in the middle a lot. And I've slowly realized that I was wrong. No. And that these people will continue always to just kind of add more and more and more. So the 5.8 starting point is terrifying because our, uh, <clears throat> I'm going to scroll back up because I don't want to be wrong. Last year, we spent 6.8 two billion dollars which was so that's your new floor over... that's the new floor so that let's do the math on that you get rid of these tax hikes you get back to that 6.8 trillion dollars or probably more probably seven point something and uh yeah now you've got a higher deficit than you got under Donald Trump. And what do you want to bet they're not going to make these types of exciting graphics when that number on the right is higher than the numbers on the left? Suddenly we won't. Actually, no, then we'll be seeing Republicans making cringy graphs like this to try to make it sound like Donald Trump's deficit was actually not that bad. So we do have that to look forward to, except for them, 2.5 right. trillion will be the new floor to try to make Trump's 
look, actually, you know what? They're going to make $3 trillion the new floor. And then Trump's you know, little tiny deficit will look like a little tiny, little nothing. It's going to be nothing. And we're going to end up with $100 trillion in debt before yep. we're in our 50s. Yes. But the good news is that most people who look at this have absolutely no idea what it is or this. And so they just decide, does this make my party look good? Oh, then I agree with it. Does it make my party look bad? Oh, I disagree with it. So we at least we have that. If nothing else. Yep. But so we do have some good at. news. What's that? We do. We do have some good news. <laughs> we, we have some good news for you. First of all, next tomorrow night is the writer's block. And his is and his guest tomorrow night is Bill is Redpath. One, Bill Redpath. Bill Redpath, which uh, we tried to do it a couple of weeks ago, but I was having issues. I've got them all sorted out, got them all fixed. You know I got them fixed because you could hear the deep fake Tupac. Tupac Shakur, deep fake. Um, yep. Uh, give the intro. Uh, so everything is completely fixed. Um, and then on Friday. Yes. Am I reading this right? Yes. And then on Friday, uh, Mr. Bearded Truth, Mr. America, the Bearded Truth has two shows. Oh, wow. He has two shows. One is going to be at 2 p.m. Eastern, and that is going to be with Superfan Sarah Andreg. And I don't know what they're talking about, so I assume it's me. Um, <laughs> uh, I think they're talking about uh, branding and some other stuff, uh, building company. Uh, I think mm. that's what they're talking about. I'm not 100% sure. And then I think at 6 Eastern, uh, he has Todd Hagopian, the libertarian in chief, coming on. Yes, Todd Hagopian coming back to muddied waters triumphantly. Um, if you live anywhere near Dallas, Texas, come out and see me at the Libertarian Party of Texas convention in Irving, beautiful Irving, Texas, in between Dallas and Fort Worth. Uh, I will be there if you go to the Libertarian Party Texas website, which is, I believe, LPTX.org. LP, nope. LP Texas. There we go. LPTexas.org. You can uh, get, you can register for the convention, come out and see me. Uh, then join us right back here next Tuesday, same muddy place, same muddy time for another amazing episode. Except on Tuesday. What I say? Well, we're Wednesday today. Oh, same muddy place, normal muddy time for a fantastic episode go. of the Muddy Waters of Freedom. Where Matt Wright and I <laughs> parse through the week's events. Now, that's going to be a special episode of the Muddy Waters of Freedom. Why? You're not going to believe it. Check us out next week. Now, Matt, if someone was trying that's to find your, us on okay, the Okay, so that's not your anniversary. Like, I should know this because I do the notes. 
No. But <laughs> I didn't tell you. You're not going to believe it either. Hey, if someone was looking for the Muddy Waters <laughs> on the internet, is that even possible? That. <laughs> is that possible? And if so, how, Matt? It is possible. If you oh, are good. one of the old school listeners who don't enjoy looking into the brooding and boyish good looks of Spike and myself, um, with the high quality upgrades in our backgrounds over the last few months, um, and apparently, yeah, apparently we have decided to only wear black t-shirts now uh, every show. <laughs> I think it's three weeks in a row that we have done this. So apparently, oh, this is just the think we're just only this is the new muddied waters um, <laughs> attire. We just want uh, you to. We don't want to distract from our background. It's like right. the opposite of Kabuki. As much as I would love to advertise our shirts every day, we've decided just to go black shirts all the time um i forgot where i was oh yeah um if you don't like the boyish good looks of me and spike cohen and prefer the uh rugged soulful dulcet tones of our voices all you would have to do is head on over to anchor.fm Anchor.fm. Waters. Yeah. Muddy Waters Media. Anchor. We should really do an episode for subscribers just like this for the entire just like time. This. Well, then, then Sarah would leave you. We would have to do it when she's gone. Today would have been a good day to do. <laughs> she, I, I don't, I don't have to worry about it because my wife doesn't watch this show, so. Well, she Sarah. Well, Sarah does watch the show, but she hears me when she's out there. Um, How does she hear you whispering? (laughs) That's Jewish special power mom ears. Oh, that's probably a Jewish mother powers. You learn that on the the Jew farm. (laughs) (laughs) While you're at Anchor.fm, you can do things like leave us messages. Like yes. Josh McHose did today. On the Chris Reynolds. On the Chris Reynolds. On the personal injury attorney Chris Reynolds. It, attorney at law anchor Colin moment. Yes. And we will play them on Tuesdays and answer your questions. Yes, we want to hear your questions. We do. Or you can subscribe. Also, you can subscribe. Not or. You can also, do both. You, you can, can do subscribe. Both. And for the cost of two cups of coffee a month you can get discounts at our store and discounts at stitches and glitches that are better than yes. the discounts that we aren't offering at stitches and glitches or defy the store now it's even you, better you get so many more discounts so many more discounts it yes. really the the membership pays for itself in like the first day if you yeah. go with it you also get a chance to watch uh, the first uh, short movie, uh, short film that I won best screenplay for. Uh, so you can go and check all of that out if you become a member. Yes. Subscribe. Or you can list it. Subscriber. Yeah, if you become a subscriber. 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 Uh, and you can also have access to the exclusive Facebook group. Oh, yes, we have a subscriber Facebook group. We do. 
We don't spend money. We need to be better There's about that. The <laughs> they give us money. But <laughs> yes. Or you can find this and every other episode at muddyloadmedia.com. That well, Jason that sounds Ryan recently updated and everything is up to date. Oh, good. Thank God. Because I've always scared to say that part. Muddywatersmedia.com checks out. Discord? No. We are. Hmm. Everyone, uh, <laughs> everyone go. Well, there is Discord. But not in the, well, anyway. Uh, the, there's a lot of Discord. There's a lot of Discord. You know what I mean? Folks, thanks so much for tuning in to this. Uh, check out Matt tomorrow with Bill Redpath. Check me out in Texas. Join us right back here next week. Oh, and check uh, Jason out on Friday. Twice. 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 Thanks again for tuning in. Twice. We will see you next week. We love you so much. And where we're going, we don't need roads. Thank <laughs> you.